3: Imagine a bottled water like no other. Delicious, clean, and only a little salty. Introducing Henley's Tears. Drawn from a lake of human tears deep in the heart of the forest. And bottled by me, Ghoul, for your drinking pleasure. Only a lifetime of misery and pain could make a man cry so much that he fills a whole lake with his tears. So when you drink Henley's tears, you're not only drinking water, you're drinking the distilled sadness of a man who hates himself. And that zesty tang is what makes it so special. But don't just take it from me. Ask this guy. Here, sir. Take a sip of this delicious beverage.
4: Please let me go. I won't chop down trees anymore, I swear.
3: Drink it, bitch! Well.
4: Oh, that's salty.
5: So buy in these tears from me, Ghoul. It's pure because it's been passed through the eyes of an
2: idiot. Hello and welcome to episode 10 of Hell or High
0: Rollers! Yeah,
2: That's right folks, we're in double digits. <laughs> Here we go. People said we wouldn't make it, but we did. Uh, I'm in the room with the wonderful Adam, Chris, Ellie and Henry Shields. Full name, yet again. <laughs> and we're very excited, so let's crack straight on and go round and introduce our characters.
0: Hello, my name is Chris Leesk, and I play the character of Glubrick Bumbledung, who is a Goliath... Oh no fuck Oh you were doing so well I was doing, doing so well, yeah. well. And I can see the head. focus in he's your a, eyes a, You were really go- you I really go, was go on. You, I believe in you Don't you yeah. yeah. Barbarian uh, <laughs> <I'm> all- <laughs> <laughs> He's a barbarian So I'll go on that. So uh, he, Even though he's a barbarian He's always wanted to be A wizard Or like some sort of Spell casting Being um he's so he's always really envious when he sees people do it and but he loves being strong he, but it does come with its its faults like if he has to pick up a delicate flower or has to carry a puppy like you know mistakes will happen but
6: has he killed puppies is that well, what I, I, th- I
0: think but, you know, no let's not, let's not deep into that but yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> let's not go into that thank you that is me today david very good thank you chris Hi, I'm Adam Megiddo and I
1: play Eric Sanguinius The necromancer who lives alone in the Rodney Marsh In the high tower We've learned that Eric has become something of a dramatist Or has always been something of a dramatist At the moment he's working on a series of movies He's doing a little movie franchise About zombie racing car drivers <laughs> Called The Slow and the Spurious <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs>
2: Very good Very nice
6: Hi, I'm Ellie Morris and I <laughs> have a cold today, so I apologise oh. um, for my sniffles if you hear them. Uh, and I play Ghoul, who is a five-inch tall, sentient mushroom, a.k.a. a campestry, if you want to be a nerd mm. about it.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
6: and, I'm loving
2: Ellie's cold attitude yeah, today. Yeah, it's yeah, this nice. is giving
6: me a lot of a bit pissed off. And a fact about Ghoul is that he has never had a cold because he's friends with all the germs.
2: Oh. oh.
0: Yeah. Topical and sweet. Yeah. Are they yeah. nice?
4: They're lovely. Which is yeah.
0: strange because you know they're quite mean to people with they're what just, they do to you. Just
4: trying to survive, man. Yeah, yeah. They're just doing okay.
0: what
7: they yeah.
0: can. Yeah. yeah, you're racist. Yeah, Chris. <laughs> Back yeah. Off. Sorry, man. No, no. Chris,
7: Chris Lee's, Lee's germ, we're germ racist. All
4: friends yeah. with yeah. gems. Yeah. Gems, not gems. Damn Happy it. killer. Germ oh.
6: racist. What's next, Chris? <laughs> it's
4: <laughs> not. Yeah, it's not Glubric. It's Chris Lee's. It's
0: Chris Lee's. Doesn't <laughs> like no. germs and likes pigs beating other pigs. With I thought that was Glubric.
4: Yeah. Oh, that's cutting out now. Hello, I'm Henry Shields, and I play Henley Whispers, aka Tree Weird.
7: <laughs> yeah.
4: God, like, I was really not sure if anyone would get that. No,
2: that is good. It's niche. <laughs> yeah, it's niche. good.
4: Uh, human Ranger, poker player, that which others won't say. Sayer. <laughs> Wait, he says yeah. that which others won't. That which others are too afraid to say. That's good. Do you have an example? I do. No one really likes gin. Oh. <laughs>
2: I genuinely really like gin. I you don't, don't. know it, it's, it's awful. <laughs> you don't. You, no,
4: don't. You, 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 you like the idea of gin. I like,
2: like a gin and tonic. Do you it's like, like a drinking
4: drink? perfume.
0: Do you know what I mean? It's got like a weird scent to it. Those are botanicals, Chris? <laughs> mm.
4: <laughs> well, that's one of, of his, his many things that he... Very nice. ...say that others won't. I have a list, but...
6: Can you yeah. have... a can I have another one. One more.
4: You can have one more. Okay. Marriage is just a scam to sell dresses and cake. Nice. Nice. I don't disagree with that. Yeah, me neither. But people are afraid to say it, especially if you're at a wedding. Is this Henry (laughs) or Henley? It is very hard to tell.
0: (laughs) Very
2: good. Shall we begin episode 10 of Hell or High Rollers? Yeah!
0: Double digits! God, it's (laughs) creepy.
2: Okay, great. So, we last left the happy boys in the sinking city on the third layer of hell. And you had just spotted a poster for Eric's play, uh, which was um, Glen Gary, Glen zombie. Yes. Which said, ABC always be come into the show. There is something even more terrifying than that poster right next to it. And it is a poster of the four of your faces crudely drawn underneath with big words that just say wanted.
0: Ooh, is there
2: a reward? 10,000 soul shards. Wow.
5: Hey, guys, we're famous. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so if you turn yourselves in, you'll get
0: 10,000 soul shards. What, okay, what, what, does this mean we should, like, keep our heads down? Or is this a good thing?
5: I'm signing autographs. Roll up,
4: roll up. No, no, up. no, no, no. Go, 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 go. go. Shh. <laughs> that's not not exactly what it means what does it mean it means that we are well when it says wanted it means that we're wanted by whatever passes for police here in hell you, do, you don't think that was because i punched bezos in the face that's probably what it is because we destroyed the last layer we were on didn't we i don't know what kind of state it was left in it didn't seem good we it seemed like we destroyed their entire society and, and <laughs> economy and what? everything hey, as we left
5: negative attitude can't they just want us for nice things like cutting ribbons with big scissors and (laughs) and
4: and delivering babies I suppose it is technically possible that this wanted poster is is just people who want us to, to deliver, deliver babies, babies. <laughs> but this is hell and i do not intend to find out the hard way i think we should disguise ourselves okay um, disguise
2: uh, it's a good idea
6: can we look around is it what's around us is there kind of market so stores?
2: on this kind of notice board that you see with these with these posters pinned on is a huge map of the city of the sinking city and it's split into four sections it's split into the fiend district
0: the merchant district
2: the visitors' district and the reactor.
0: Oh. Ooh. Well, the reactor, that's the thing that we need to uh, shut down, isn't it? Why don't we disguise ourselves as
1: engineers to go and fix the reactor? Uh, Go to the merchant section and and get some
4: cloth and make boiler suits. I think that's a great idea. Right, come on, let's What do we do right now? There are posters of us, presumably, all over the city.
5: Rub your face on the ground. Quick!
4: (laughs) (laughs) All right, you you (laughs) do that. Rick
0: instantly does it.
4: I'm going to use my disguise kit to put on a disguise. I'm going to use my disguise self spell to put on a disguise.
1: And
0: Ghoul and I are (laughs) fucked. Rolling in the dirt. Rolling in the dirt. Yeah, we're rolling in the dirt.
6: Hoping that it will just camouflage us completely so we'll blend in with the ground.
0: Well, Ghoul,
1: (laughs) we have to crawl. Yeah. Ghoul, you could hide in a bag and peer out through the bag like a satchel bag or something.
5: Yes, bring me a bag.
1: Well, I have a bag You could hop in the bag I shall but, uh, Be careful, there are lots of material components for spells in there Do not get
6: confused
0: with them
1: uh, now, now now we just have to disguise the giant
0: Oh, yes uh, Hello <laughs>
6: <laughs> He's covered in dirt now we,
0: Maybe I could be your prisoner maybe,
4: maybe you're coming to get the reward Oh, that's not a bad idea I think that's the best idea I've ever had It's not a bad idea Should we do that? Yes Prisoner? Alright, I'm going to try and disguise myself as a devil guard Devil guard, very good Great, okay, so uh, Ghoul is in a bag uh-huh.
2: and
5: Affirmative
2: <laughs> And uh, Eric has cast a disguised self yeah. uh, You are, what, what do you look like? A short fat imp A short fat imp, <laughs> perfect And Henley is using his disguise kit yep. To disguise himself as a devil guard Yeah, a tall thin
4: devil guard very, To go with a short fat imp
2: So just keep it simple I'm going to give Eric and and Henley advantage on any checks If someone tries to investigate Mm-hmm. you to to see if you're really who you say you are yep. and Glubrick presumably is is some sort of prisoner in
0: this we could do prisoner, or he could do a performance as, like, you know, I'm covered in mud now. I could be like an old wench.
4: You're massive, you're like eight foot tall. Aren't you? I'm gonna bend, <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, I'm massive, bend my knees. old, bendy wench. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going with that. And then right. if all fails and they're like, Who's that old wench? I'll be like, Oh, it's me, the prisoner. Uh, you know, we can always change it, but I love it. Go for, for it. now. <sighs> flawless, let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's say that's what's happening. And you guys,
2: where are you heading?
1: Should we head to the merchant district and see if we can get some, uh cloth to make.
7: Boiler suits? You want to make some...
2: I don't know why I've got obsessed with boiler suits. You want to get at the reactor, make some boiler suits?
4: Yeah, I just like the idea of being sort of, uh, you know, janitors. Okay, great. Okay, yeah. So we put on these disguises in order to go and get some better disguises. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, that's the, the, that's the
2: happy boy's way. Yeah. 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 To
4: the merchant's district.
2: Fantastic. So as you wander through the city following signs to the merchant's district, you wander through a marketplace and you see several stalls and shops selling their wares. This busy street is populated by devils from all across the nine layers, and they're looking to pick up goods and fuel and all kinds of things from this marketplace. Now, there are many, many shops. So what kind of stuff are you guys looking for specifically? Mm,
4: well, firstly, how much gold do we have? I mean, gold, we didn't come here with any gold. But shard, well, shards, yeah. shards, yeah. We have I one th- shard coin that I think is worth either five or ten. We use the bird. I think we have the farmer's shard left, which is worth five. Yeah. not yeah. good. It's not great, no. Well, you <laughs> only gonna need
6: to... three boiler suits because Ghoul is tiny.
0: That's very true. I think we're going to have to steal something.
4: Maybe we need to shoplift or pickpocket and get some extra coin. Mm, yes. Unless we can find a, qu- a quick job to do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, as you're wandering <laughs> through the market, you see that there are lots of other things going on as well as, as market stalls. And there are kind of several ways that you could possibly make money. There is uh, lots of gambling tables with different games that people are playing. You could gamble your, your five shards. I like that idea. Uh, you can participate in a gladiator fighting, and you can fight more and more powerful monsters in order Ooh. to win more money.
4: Henley steps forward and says, hand me the soul coin. I don't know who has it. I think, I think you do. <laughs> oh. You have but, it. Thanks. So hand me the, the soul over. coin. Thanks, Henley. And I take it out of my pocket. <laughs> 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 And then Henley says, don't worry, guys, I am an incredible gambler. I can do this. Steps over to the nearest gambling den. Whatever yeah, yeah, just there. like a little table, you know, like kind of the chess boards they have in in. Yeah, like what, kind of, what, what game are we playing, boys?
2: So are you just going up to a random table? I want to know what the game is first. Okay, say. so... Uh, What's the game? The, the first one is a sort of little orc looks up to you and it's just like, oh, I can't draw. You, you can't, I can't draw. draw. I can't draw. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I'm very sensitive about my lack of skill in artistry, okay? Oh, sorry. I don't need you. And you see, like, a really terrible, crude little drawing next to him.
4: Yeah, no, you can't draw. I, I, I'm so sorry. You know, fuck you,
2: man. Oh.
4: I was just agreeing with you.
2: Yeah, well, I, li- I don't like the fact that I can't draw.
4: Do you like the fact that you can't speak? Oh and he rises to his
2: full height and he's like this huge giant like eight foot tall How's the gambling going Henry? Uh, yeah,
4: uh, 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 Eric please I've got this and
2: roll me a strength check A strength, strength check? Why in a fight? No 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 well, just roll me a strength check alright I've had enough of your lip
4: <laughs> <laughs> Well I got a five
2: He grabs you by the scruff of your neck and lifts you off the ground and just puts you face to face and his like stinking breath is like breathing in your mouth he's, like, You got a problem, son?
4: No problem at all. Listen, I just want to play high card draw. That's all. No problem here. How much you got? Five shots. Wow,
2: boys, he's got five shards. And everyone just laughs. And he sits you down in the
4: chair and he's like, put it on the table. Soon to be ten shards, my man. Assuming this is a two for one, but I don't know how your game works. That's good math. That's how it works. It's doubling. And so,
2: yeah, this uh, this orc sits you down on the table and he puts five shards down on the
4: table. Okay, yeah, I put my five shard coin, uh, the farmer, who we definitely do still have to make up for what we did to him. Yeah, you might lose his soul coin. That's true, and the sentimental value of this coin is much higher than five shards, but <laughs> Henley's a gambler, you know, and he likes, to, he likes to roll the dice or draw the cards, and he can't resist, so here we go. Okay, I've got a deck of cards here. Mm-hmm. Do you want to draw first or second? I'm going
1: to draw second. I'm going
2: to draw second.
1: I'm going to stand behind Henley so I can see the card.
2: Before he lays it down on the table. Okay, very good. Aces are low, by the way. Okay. So the orc draws his card and lays it on the table, and it is a king.
4: Ugh. Yeah. That—that's the highest possible. Yeah, highest possible card. Fantastic. Well, nice king. Not as good as my. I cast an illusion on it to make it a bigger king. <laughs>
7: What, <laughs> as in bigger, the card? The bigger <laughs> king. Bigger.
4: No, so that the king is just a bigger king on the front of the card. <laughs> All I can do is draw now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so nice king. Equally as good as my king. king. And I place down what was the nine of class. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's going to roll an intelligence check because the card does look
2: different. And he rolls a three. Wow. So he's, he's a tie. Hmm. One might say a draw. Oh, <laughs>
7: Very good Very Didn't good. think you
1: could draw
7: <laughs> I'm getting, I'm I'm getting too pleased
1: He's getting way too pleased with himself He's going to give it all away <laughs>
7: <laughs>
2: Easy Eric, easy uh, So he just looks at you and Ged and says We can go
4: again Or you can run away
2: Oh, oh we'll go again Do you want to go first or second?
4: I'll go second
2: So he draws a seven
4: Ooh Oh no, looks like you're in for a rude surprise when I show you my (laughs) nine. I look desperately at Eric, and then I place down what was the three of spades.
2: Sme- <laughs> okay, he's going to roll another intelligence check. He's not so smart. This time he rolls a two. Oh, so wow. he does fall for it, and he slams his five shards on the table and pushes them over to you. Come on. He's like, congratulations. Double or nothing. Fine. He puts ten shards on the table. You won't go first or second. This time... I'll go second again. (laughs) So he draws.
4: He puts down a jack
2: on the table. And Henley draws.
4: (laughs) You lose, my friend, thanks to my... Queen. (laughs) And I place... What was the two of diamonds? (laughs) So unfortunate. I'm getting less lucky every time. Another
2: intelligence check. Is this a cantrip?
4: It is, cantor. yeah. It's oh, wow. It's a
1: minor, minor illusion, so I can just keep
2: going. we just got to hope he keeps failing his roll. <laughs> so you finished. actually win.
4: Yeah, which seems unlikely.
2: <laughs> and he gets a 12, which I'm going to say is not enough. Oh. So he falls for it again, and he just pushes his 10 shards over and just slams his fist on the table. You now have 20, 20 shards.
4: I scoop them up and I say, gambling's not for everyone, my friend. Maybe stick to drawing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and as you walk away, you just hear him crying.
7: Oh no!
2: Sad He's an evil orc. I don't care. Come okay. on. Okay. Okay.
6: Guys, <laughs> asleep. Oh. Oh, Ghoul's fallen asleep in the bag. He fell asleep in the bag. <laughs> is down. Gool's having a nap.
1: Okay, everybody. Everybody, you heard. Ghoul is asleep.
5: I Let would us like tread carefully. To accept this award,
1: <laughs> on off.
5: behalf of the happy. <laughs> oh. <coughs> what am I? Am I?
6: What's happening?
0: Oh, it's okay. You were just sleeping. out of the bag. Oh. What did I miss? Not much. There was a gambling scene. Uh, (laughs) And I'm an old wench. Uh, Yeah. Mysterious. So we've got got 20 shards now. We've got 20 shards. Should we go
4: try and buy some fabric? Can we see a, what would it be? A haberdashery. Yeah, you can (laughs) see a, a haberdashery. Yeah, yeah, sure. Can we walk into the haberdashery? Yeah, yeah. Greetings, my good. Hello? Hello! Who do I see? You see a tall, kind of slender elf with uh, little devil horns and red eyes. Ah, not often you come across an elf in these parts. No! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What's your name, good woman? My name is Stabby McLargeface. Stabby McLargeface, yes! Uh, Stabby
2: McLargeface was given to us by C. Dave, which was not me, by the way. Thanks, Uh, C. Dave. We
4: need some boiler suits. We need the cloth from which you would make a boiler suit, right? Mm-hmm. That's well, we
0: have in. boiler suits here if you want them. Oh, No, okay. we want the cloth to
4: make a boiler <laughs> suit. Uh, okay. No,
0: but- <laughs> no. Do you have the cloth? Yeah, we have the cloth. Don't worry, guys. We've got the
4: cloth. How much does it cost to buy <laughs> a boiler suit? <laughs> a boiler suit is 20 shards. Oh, God. Okay. Say, what an expensive layer of hell. It really okay. is.
0: What do you need? Um... Uh, Well, I I could use, you know, some partnership. I'm quite lonely. Well, how would you feel about giving us three boiler suits if we found you love today? (laughs) You found me love today? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I could do that. I can make that exchange, sure. Can you draw... Can I draw? Yeah, I'm a fantastic drawer. I think I have the perfect match for you. And I go outside. And as soon as I get outside, I suddenly go under my, my rag and I start pretending to shake like an old wench. Very good. So I go up to the giant that is, I assume, still crying. It was an the, orc. the orc. The orc is...
2: Uh, I thought it was a giant.
0: Yeah, the orc is... You know, he was just a giant orc. Oh, of course. <laughs> just of
2: large, course. a large orc.
0: Hey, you're lonely. How did you know? Because you're... <laughs> Hey, hey, no, it's okay. It's okay. Do you want to be in love? Yeah, everyone would love to be in love. Yeah. Come with me. And I grab him by his chin. And I take him to the shop. And I, as soon as I get in the shop, bringing the guy in, I'm just like,
4: and that is love. This is the strangest episode we've done.
7: <laughs>
2: <laughs> And while glubrick has been uh, doing that, you guys have been with the shopkeeper.
1: I've gone down to the boiler suit section. I'm just browsing, humming, you know. <laughs> And looking through the boiler suits. Very good. Trying to just figure out which ones might be our size.
2: Yeah, yeah, you you can find ones that are all your respective sizes. I do that thing
1: that people do in shops where they take the ones they want, but they put them at the end of the rack. What <laughs> is that a thing people
4: do in shops? Well, I, I
1: thought it was, but then the silence <laughs> well, made me realise that no one it, does that. It, you know, what have you been like doing?
6: I'm gonna <laughs> if, say more.
1: If you pick out like the things you want, you kind of put them at the end of the rack because you come come back to them later. Does no one do that? Oh, so no yeah, one yeah, else gets
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
6: I just hold. I like clutch them. I'm 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 hanging on to them. Walk around. You're, You're holding on to them for, them yeah. for dear
0: yeah. life
2: just like, it sounds like just adam you go into shops so and just mess up the order yeah <laughs> that's my mo yeah
4: <laughs> so are you often going into shops? this is off absolutely off topic, yeah let's, you often, let's not uh, analyze this too closely but yeah you're often the, going into shops finding things that you like hiding them and then leaving
1: well no hold on I, I, i'm not hiding them <laughs> i'm just putting them at the end that i know where they are yeah you're, so Increasing, i can go around the rest yeah. of the
2: shop and then i can go back to them so you can get to them later the He's just shopping. The
5: shopping.
2: man shopping. is shopping. <laughs> shopping. Can't a man it's shop? Doing. It's layer
7: of hell. Is it the normal? Yeah. This
4: is just a very manipulative way of shopping. I didn't. <laughs> it's this Machiavellian normal. system of shopping. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just buy things. <laughs> uh, you have okay. to add an element of intrigue and deception to your <laughs> shop. Deceive myself while yeah. shopping. Every shopping trip is another mystery. <laughs> yeah.
6: Okay, Gould's hopping out the bag.
5: Satch, hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> nice. Bag pun. Cool.
4: cool. Very
1: good, cool. pun. Cool. cool. Look. What? What? I've taken some of the boiler suits and I've put them on one end of
7: the rack.
5: Yes. I like what you've done there. And now I am going to blind the shopkeeper.
2: <laughs> Excellent. Very good. How are you playing on blinding the shopkeeper? I'm going
4: to cast blindness. I was wondering when things were going to kick off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How
6: this works is I can blind or deafen a foe, um, choose one creature within range, uh, and make a constitution saving throw. If it fails, the target is blinded or deafened for the duration of uh, one minute.
2: Whoa, okay, so you're casting blindness on the the shopkeeper. (laughs)
6: On Stabby Mc fuckface, what
0: is it? <laughs> Stabbing
2: McFuckface. Stabby McLargeface. <laughs> yeah. yeah, very good. So, Stabbing face <laughs> is going to have to roll a constitution saving throw against your spell save, which he 100% fails. He gets a two. Yeah! Uh, so, you cast blindness and
4: Stabbing face <laughs> just goes, ah, ah! Ah! My eyes! My eyes! Yes. Henley jumps on this and goes, Oh, oh my God! Spontaneous blindness! Stabby, your, your, your eyesight's ruined! This is permanent! This is terrible for you! What? And just as that happens, the door bursts
2: open and Gloobrick comes in.
0: That's love!
7: Ah! What love, is going on?
0: Love,
1: what
5: is going on?
2: Love is blind. And I take <laughs> the uh, boiler suits and we run. Yes! So you grab Funny. three boiler suits and you guys just start making your way out of the shop. Yeah, there yeah. is a
0: giant orc in the doorway now. I know, I was just thinking we could blind him.
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're gonna use another spell slot to blind the orc. Yeah. Okay, great. Why not? Let's hope we don't get any some serious combat that we're gonna regret using those I've spell slots. More. The orc gets an eight, so the orc is also blind. Nice. And the orc is just And that's
2: love and then I just run out. Very good. You flee into the to the streets, leaving the screaming orc and shopkeeper behind. I Do say, they fall in love though? you would never know you were not
4: in there. You've run away. Can you tell us? Absolutely not.
6: Oh, no. I think they're going to I mean they the way
4: to me. They've been bonded through trauma. They both yeah. went blind together for a minute. Yeah,
0: they've <laughs> but, got fixed foundations of a, of a relationship. A yeah, common bonded enemy into trauma. Yeah. yeah.
1: But look, I have 3 boiler suits that will fit us because what I did is I put them to one side <laughs> on the rail. <laughs> I, 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 I picked them out and I put them to one side so that I knew where they would be upon my
4: return. <laughs> That's
0: very clever.
4: Diabolical, Eric. <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> the most evil man in hell. That's like, the most ah. fiendish
4: thing you've ever done. Uh, so
2: as you guys walk into the marketplace with your new boiler suits.
6: And Ghoul actually picked up a Sherlock hat too.
2: A deerstalker. Did you? Roll, a deer stalker. Me a, roll me a retrospective investigation check.
6: Yeah, it's my first roll of the day. <laughs> A
7: 20! Yeah! A natural 20, yeah. Wow. You
2: actually find one that is perfectly outfitted <laughs> to a cab It's like a tiny little deer stalker hat. So as you're walking around the marketplace, Glubrick, you spot a familiar-looking shop. It is a ramshackle shop with a huge sign over it that reads bumble dung jam you see jars of bumbledung jam and there are several pixies locked in small <laughs> cages and
0: they're all like on display no guys guys do, do you see do you see what that says Bumbledung jam
5: but that's your name that i'm a detective is. now okay
0: <laughs> well, then would you mind coming with me and then maybe you can help me investigate what this is about yes um i will i, I march over
5: Right, may I inquire about this delectable jam where where does this jam frequent <laughs> <laughs> really <Pretty? laughs> <laughs> from whence does the jam
0: you, you know what <laughs> i I'll, I'll 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 have a chat with them uh, oh. What? Oh, no, we can do it together um Bumble dung jam are you a bumbledung? no no no. Then why are you selling Bumble Dung Jam? Oh, I just just my job. I just sell Bumble Dung Jam. Who gave you the Bumble Dung Jam? Mr. Bumble Dung. What do you mean, Mr. Bumble Dung?
2: Well, the owner of Bumble Dung Jam gave me the Bumble Dung Jam to sell here on the third layer.
0: How does he talk to hell? How is he selling his jam over here? He just draws a little pentagram on the floor and someone's a devil. I pick up a jar and I smash it. What are you doing? That's five shards. Because it's not good what you're doing. What do you, imagine are five shots! I'm I'm going shards. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call someone to come and just take you away. Well, you no, don't smash do, up the well, jam. don't do that. Okay. Goal. Go Pretty <laughs> Okay Back to me <laughs> No Listen to me I am Bumbledung Junior I am the son Of Mr Bumbledung Oh yeah yeah Sure you are yeah. No I am My name is Gloobrick Bumbledung Oh you're Gloobrick Are you Yeah I am What are you doing here I'm dead well, I thought it was much, yeah. Can I try and see if there's a way that I can set free the pixies? Yeah, you can try and, like, grab a cage and try and open it. So I, I grab it, and I'm like, you can't do this. I've only just now realised that, that what, what we're doing is wrong. This is drugs. This is bad. And, and 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 it has to stop. So, and I rip off one of the bars. Try you me an athletics check? Nineteen. Yeah, and you, uh, yeah, you just rip the cage,
4: and the pixie, the pixie just flies off. So
0: be free, be free. What?
2: <laughs> hey,
4: Henley and Erica just stood outside the shop, sort of listening to the chaos within. Yeah, we're keeping an eye out to make sure no um, bounty hunters or guards are coming close. And I, I, Henley turns to Eric and just says, Eric, what's the long-term plan for Glubrick? <laughs> Very good and disturbing question. I, we, we, this is not a sustainable course of action, is it? No. no. He's a liability. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Mm. Both of you roll me a perception check.
2: 15. Uh, no, three. Three. Eric, you are too deep in conversation to notice anything. Contemplating... Gluebrick's fate. Henley, you notice that you guys are being followed by a bearded devil and a hellhound, and you get the feeling that they have been tracking all four of you since you came into the city.
4: Eric, don't give anything away, but I think we're being followed...
2: Hey team, so today's episode is sponsored by the amazing folks at Dum Dums and Dragons, a podcast where professional improvisers and comedians play Dungeons and Dragons. It's like Lord of the Rings if everyone was an idiot. (laughs) They have got professional storytellers from award-winning game designers, playwrights, improvisers, and some of those improvisers are trained as Second City. Dum Dums and Dragons is a show that will definitely make you laugh, and it might even make you cry. It's a great show to listen to if you're looking for for funny single stories or if you want to sink your teeth into a longer campaign i've listened to a few of these episodes and these guys are really funny they're charming they're quick-witted and they're really they're just amazing storytellers you can listen to dum-dums and dragons wherever you get your podcasts they release episodes every monday also big shout out to the dum-dums and dragons crew for all of their support now let's get back to hell or high rollers Sorry, miles away. <laughs> 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 what was that?
4: <laughs> the devil over there. The one with the big uh, snaky beard. I look round really obviously. No, D- Eric. What? Just keep, just try to, s- just
1: stay cool, man. I turn around and I just do a massive yawn. Like a real, oh.
7: oh! <laughs>
2: oh, what? what And look over there. What do I see? Uh, you see the, uh, a bearded devil and a hellhound. And they're not actually looking at you guys at the moment. They're looking over to
0: Gloobrick and Ghoul, causing commotion at the store. Yeah, I think if you look through the window, it's just me just smashing things going, No
4: <laughs> more jam! We need to get out of here quickly, cause distraction.
1: What if we intercept them, stop them at their own game and defeat them before they get to us? All right, good idea.
4: And I blend into the crowd in my disguise and uh, try to position myself between the Bearded Devil and the shop. Great, roll me a stealth check. Oh, it's 12.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm going to say that they, because they're looking at glue brick. So yeah, you managed to do that. You you get in between the the Bearded Devil and, and glue brick in the shop.
1: Eric, what are you doing? I'm going to follow him. Great,
2: roll me a stealth check. I rolled an 8. That makes it a 10. So as you walk over to the shop trailing Henley... Suddenly, in front of you, Penley, you notice this, but Eric, you don't. You notice the dog disappear, and the dog reappears in front of Eric, and it growls, and it has a surprise attack on you, and you it takes little- a chunk out of you. You little shit. Doing two damage.
1: <gasps> okay, can I uh, react here?
2: Yeah, Henley and Eric are now in combat with the bearded devil. Are they in the jam place? No, they're outside. Okay, they're outside. outside, But I'm hidden in the crowd, right? Yes, the bearded devil hasn't seen you yet. Okay. I'm going to magic missile this thing in its face. Nice. Are you attacking the dog?
1: Yes, I'm attacking the dog. Three glowing darts of magical force, each doing D4 plus
2: one. Roll me for damage. 12 damage. Yes, yeah, so you hit the dog for 12 damage, and uh, the dog is uh, is not looking great. And is Henley going to do anything, or are you going to stay hidden for now?
4: I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark on the Bearded Devil. Mark him as my prey, and that's a bonus action. Okay, great. Cast that spell. And then I, I think I'm just going to have to go for it, so I'm just going to have to shoot him with my longbow. So roll me an attack roll. So that's a 20. That hits. So I kick aside the crowd, draw my longbow You kick aside the whole I crowd. I just <laughs> kick aside the crowd. I,
7: <laughs>
4: I just, I loom up out of the crowd and I, and I draw my bow and fire and I hit. And then I do 1d8 plus 4 damage and then I get an extra d6 because I've marked him and I get an extra d4 because of my dreadful strikes. Wow, okay, that's a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> 20 damage total. Wow. Your well, arrow
2: thuds into the bearded devil's back, and it's it's looking okay. And while your arrow oh. hits and your magic missiles thud into the dog, we cut back into the shop. And what are Glubrick and Ghoul doing?
5: Now you've got to give us all your profits right now. This is the heir to this fortune. I demand it.
0: Yeah, give me my money. I'm going to give it to charity. You you want the money? You're- Okay, fine, take it, take it.
2: And he opens the cashier drawer. And give me your recipe so you can't make it again.
0: Well, I don't make it. I keep trying, I don't make it.
7: nothing to do with
0: me. me. Is... From your dad in the... Immortal
7: roll blindness.
4: The I'm a blind, yeah. I'm oh. you're, a you're out of spell slots. I think you're out of spell I'm slots. I'm You only <gasps> get two second-level spell slots. Yeah. So you okay. just okay. shout oh. blindness. Okay. <laughs> blindness, and then realizing all can't
0: do it, I just no, poke I... him really hard in the yeah, eyes great. with my fingers. Great. Roll me a dexterity roll.
2: 16. I'm going to roll an opposing dexterity roll. He also rolls 16, so I'm going to say he does that thing where he puts his hand in between oh, yeah. his eyes and your fingers don't make it. Okay. So, so it's like a stale
6: Okay, I, I just uh, kick a jam. I kick a jam.
4: <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm just
0: selling the jam. But you should be selling the jam, it's bad jam. So, yeah, I know it's bad jam, but it's a job. Right, okay, listen, listen to me. Listen to me. If I find out you continue to sell jam, I'm going to tell the police. But, Do you understand? And and, about what you're doing. So this is your your last and final warning. Okay, okay. okay. I'm taking the pixies with me to set them free in the the sky. Okay. And I'm taking some jam.
5: But Glooprick, won't your dad
4: be mad?
0: Well, maybe, but I mean, I've got a serious word that I need to have with him anyway, so.
4: Happy boys, we could use your help out here. (laughs) Oh,
0: shit. (laughs) I never run outside. (laughs)
2: and as you uh, as you hear that you turn around and you see the bearded devil turns and goes for henley so the bearded devil gets to make two attacks and uh, what is your armor class henley 16 now because i have actual armor yes <laughs> and it swings its glaive at you and it glances off your armor and it does a full circle and spins back around and whips its beard, its bladed beard at you. And that also glances off your armor. Neither of those attacks hit. (laughs) (laughs) Ha-ha! And uh, the dog currently engaged with Eric and it hits doing another four damage. Yeah, Eric. Uh, so you guys will get to have a response as Bluebrick and Ghoul come flying out of the shop. I cast Chill Touch on the dog. On the dog,
1: which should do uh, well. I have to roll
2: to hit. 18. So I'm pretty sure. 18. Yep. That your Chill Touch hits the dog.
1: Five points of necrotic damage.
2: Very good. And the dog is still up as your chill touch grips its icy hand around the, the poor dog's neck.
4: Okay, so I've uh, managed to dodge two of the attacks from the bearded devil. Yep. And now I'm actually just going to drop to one knee, draw my bow and completely ignore him and shoot the dog. Yeah, great, you do that. Yeah, yeah, so roll me attack. It does mean I don't get the uh, the extra damage for the hunter's mark. Oh, it's not good. It's only ten. Ten, your arrow flies wide. That's a shame. <laughs>
0: If we're surrounded by like crowds and stuff like mm. that, where, where if it goes white, does it hit anyone else? Roll me a d20. It's a 14. 14, it yeah, hits, hits 14 people.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm gonna kidding. say, uh, because you pointed it out, it hits glue brick. Oh, bastard!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm just trying to tell a nice story. Yeah, yeah, um, probably damage.
4: Yeah, sure. Sorry, mate, that's uh, that's. <laughs> 11 points of damage. Jesus. 11 points of damage. <laughs> to I managed Blue Brick. to shoot the bow. The arrow went right into the shop, thudded into No, because they're running out of the shop. Oh, they're running out of the yeah, shop. Yeah. I see you ran into the path of the bow. Yeah. Gluebrick, that's as much your fault as mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, right. I understand. Mind. What a hand. Yes, please. Like, where? who would you like me to go for? <laughs> well, Glubrick, I think you should just go with your, what your heart tells you. Because Bang. really, we don't have time to even have this conversation, really. No, that is completely fair. Thanks. Okay.
0: <laughs> I throw a jam jar at the man's face. And what I'm hoping here is that it smashes in his face. He then has to lick his lips. And then he has the jam. So he then gets drugged up. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> Roll me a dexterity check just
2: to see if you, how accurate the throw is. 13 he dodges out of the way of the jam it just flies straight past it does it hit me roll me a d20 2 yeah it does hit Henley <laughs> yeah, I shot you you threw some jam at me sorry Henley roll me a constitution saving throw oh, I've know, been drugged now no no roll me a wisdom saving throw actually this, that's 13 so you know you shouldn't lick the jam in the middle of a fight
4: Henley licks the jam yeah I thought <laughs> roll me a
2: constitution jam he <laughs> the jam well, that's a natural 20 yeah, so you uh, you take the jam and it, it, it pumps you up. You're feeling good, but it's not doing it. It's not affecting you negatively. Ooh, I'm
4: buzzing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Great. Henley's pupils dilate. Yeah, uh, just really like, just chewing his lips a bit. You know? Yeah, oh, that's good jam. Having a lovely time, guys. I think we should open a sports bar.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> so,
2: it is now Ghoul's turn. But before you go, Ghoul, uh, you scan the crowd and you hear the growling of more hellhounds as three more bearded devils arrive Ooh. and you all start to realise that these guys are the bounty hunters and oh. they they want your heads for the money okay okay,
6: okay so Ghoul looks around at the chaos and, and the, the the threat um, of his beloved happy boys and he just says this is not my jam.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
6: and, and then I'm going to turn on my symbiotic entity.
2: Oh wow. Um, okay. This is your so this is your like special ability that you get from being in a forest right yes and as you get for being a druid
6: yeah so right. he can use wild shape to awaken the spores around him and do cool shit so ghoul is gonna
2: <laughs> he's gonna power up oh, he's yeah him. nice and so you sort of infuse yourself with these spores of the forest mm-hmm. and i think you get i oh, get right? every
6: hit points and yeah roll double damage dice um on my halo of spores attack
2: Wow, okay, great. So this is an action that you're using now. i am
6: using the action now, yeah.
2: So, so you, you feel the ground sort of crumble around the ghoul as these kind of green veins of poison just like creep up into your body and you your tiny little body sort of pulses and it's like you're kind of like the Hulk, but a tiny little one, muscling up and your eyes glow bright green and you have now awakened your symbiotic entity. So that is your action. You can use Halo of Spores. Now, in D&D rules, it is a reaction, mm-hmm. but... I think Ghoul's just being cool. So ghoul's let's like cool. let's have Ghoul yeah, have do an attack. Cool. So
6: yeah, Halo of Spores, it's on.
2: Great, so who are you targeting?
6: The three guys that have just entered. Mm. One of the three guys. Who's the biggest?
2: So you're gonna target a new bearded devil? Yeah. Okay, yeah, you look you look for the biggest one. Tell me how your Halo of Spores works. Like what does it look like?
6: Just a swarm of these kind of glistening green spores just start traveling in from all around and start swarming around ghoul. And then they all at once just fly over to the guy who I'm targeting, and
7: he you're explodes. Sort of
6: firing. Uh, no, <laughs> no, no. He explodes in
2: a shower of spores. <laughs> so you're sort of firing like a mini like tornado of spores. Yeah, yeah, at, yes, yes, At the at the beard. It devil. looks like
6: yeah, when you're looking at a storm on a geographical. Screen, A geographical screen. So you know, I'm gonna the weatherman.
2: So I'm gonna roll a Constitution saving throw for the bearded devil, uh, which it fails. So you get to do one d four times two necrotic damage.
6: Great, four, four, four. so, so you eight.
2: Do eight damage. Yeah. yeah, nice. So you you hit the bearded devil and these three new bearded devils and their dogs. Immediately start charging in towards you.
4: Henley sees this happen, sees Ghoul come to life and all these spores swirl everywhere and he says, Holy shit, <laughs> nice,
2: nice. Nice. As the bearded devils come in, two of them go for Henley with their glaive, and they both oh, oh, oh they both hit with their first attack with their glaive. Ooh. Doing so combined, they do 12 damage. Ooh. Then they swing at you with their beards. <laughs> oh, and both of their beards hit. What are beards made out of? Blades.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: They've got knife beards. Both of their beards hit doing another 12 damage. Oh, God. And the uh, other bearded devil and the two dogs go for Eric. And Eric, your armor class is 13, right? 12. 12, just testing, uh, and the other uh, the other bearded devil and the two dogs go for Eric, and they swing, and both of their glaive attacks hit again, doing 18 damage. I'm down. Oh, and wow. Eric is down, and Whoa. the dogs are circling Eric. Eric's into death saves. Oh no! Eric's into oh death God. saves. Gaul has powered up. Uh, yeah. Henley is fighting off uh, now. F- I think three bearded devils.
4: Yeah, uh, Gluebrick help i
0: think <laughs> sorry but i think seeing this i kind of start panicking i start feeling my skin bubble over and my eyes start to turn red was that the color i went for yeah I think. yeah red yeah of course and then i turn around and i look at the shop and i kind of have a moment of like oh is this what my father used to make me do so is glue going into a rage do we need to, do we need to roll I think he walks away. I don't think he wants to get in the no. rage. Yeah, so I think he turns around and he quickly closes the door because he doesn't want to go in the rage. He doesn't want to kill anyone. He doesn't want to hurt anyone. So he goes back in the shop. i sorry, yeah. I think he goes back in the shop and I think he just falls to the ground and he's shaking and he's scared and he looks at the cage with the little pixie in and he just says, I too know what it's like to be trapped in a cage. Oh, cool.
4: Glubrick. Glubrick, what are you doing? Are you having a moment in there? We need help.
5: Glubrick, come on, finish him off. Uh, be, be, uh, busy. Oh. No. The number two.
4: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what? So, is okay, my...
7: what? so the Sorry, happy boys guys. are
2: getting mullet Sorry. outside no. by these bounty hunters. But what
4: about ghoul's power?
2: Ghoul's power is power is, is holding them off as yes. much as ghoul could master. Uh, okay, so uh, Eric, roll me uh, your first death save. 19 19 That is one success And so we come round to Henley
4: Okay, so I'm fighting three bearded devils, and they're ruining me. <laughs> yeah, they're absolutely... And they get, they get two attacks each. Okay, so uh, I think I'm going to have to use my turn to disengage, mm-hmm. get out of their range. So I'm going to slip away from them and just try and move over to where Ghoul is in this sort of whirling tornado of spores. Okay, so you're using an action to disengage from... I'm going to go and... Yeah, disengage the and then way. jump behind Ghoul, who now is sort of a mega mushroom. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. Uh, hide behind there and go, oh, that was a close shave. Because mm, the beards. nice, nice. <laughs> All good jokes need explaining. Yeah. <laughs> and so Ghoul, it's your turn.
6: Okay, so Ghoul is concentrating on his uh, Spornado. Nice. Spornado. Um, and he's going to cast Ice Knife, and he says it like this: Ice Knife. <laughs> and a little rock guitar thing playing. Yeah, you do plays. Like a yeah, little distant,
2: <laughs> devilish sting. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And who are you casting Ice Knife at?
6: The guy that I'm. Uh, You're still
2: attacking I'm the still same, attacking the, the same, same guy one. Well is he
6: down Is he He took 8 damage So I don't know
2: Oh what the bearded devil Yeah No 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 he's fine Okay well then wow. I'm going yeah, him yeah. again uh, So roll me a Spell attack Add 6 to it 7 7 Your ice knife Flies wide yeah. <laughs> And roll me a d20
5: 20!
2: 20! Yeah. It loops round and comes back towards the devil, flies through the window, and smashes into glue brick. Oh. Oh no.
7: <laughs> no! yeah. You deserve
2: it. it. You've run away. Oh. And uh, roll me a d10. 10. Hit glue brick for 10 oh, damage. Oh. <laughs> so as the fight is falling apart, the happy boys are in disarray. And it is now the turn of the three bearded devils. Having seen the raw power emanating from ghoul, they charge towards you, and as you brace yourself for the attack, suddenly you feel the ground beneath you begin to shake as vines spring up from the earth, grabbing the lead devil and pinning it to the floor. From nearby doorway, you see a woman, dressed in a long flowing hessian gown, holding a quarterstaff, and you realise she is the one that has cast the spell. She runs over to Eric and casts Cure Wounds on him, stabilising him. Whoa. And as she runs over, you feel your... As her hands touch your skin, you feel your skin starts to crack and harden and is now covered in tree bark. And you now have an armour class of 16 as she picks you up off what? the ground. Great.
1: How many hit points do I have?
2: You had four hit points back on your feet and an armour class of 16. Thank you, stranger. Uh, she turns and she shouts, Come, come, there will be more of them soon enough. We need to get out of here. And she grabs Eric and just starts running off into the st- city streets.
4: Go with her if we want to live.
2: Very good.
4: <laughs> come with me if you want to live. Yeah. Can
2: I hear this? You can see, you can see the window is smashed from yeah, the ice sure. knife. Uh, you can see into the streets. You can see Eric being taken away by this mysterious woman. And Ghoul and Henley are... Are you
4: following? I am maybe what I'll do is I'll, I'll put my hand out so Ghoul can jump onto it and I'll hold him out like a, like a priest holding out a crucifix to a vampire <laughs> sure. you know I hold out yeah. Ghoul like a little angry mushroom on my hand and you guys are following are you following the, the yeah. lady that
0: helped you
2: mm-hmm.
4: great
0: and Gluebrick. yeah I think I, I jump through the window with my pixie um, and I say I catch up with the with Henley and Ghoul and I Say to them. Oh, whoa, well, guys! Bring, there was, where the hell have you been? I was, I, w- I was fighting 49 people in in the sh- in the shop. I, I was, I was helping. I promise.
2: So um, as you <laughs> flee through the city streets, you follow this uh, mysterious woman into a ramshackle hut nearby, and it seemingly. Carved and built into a mighty oak tree in the center of this marketplace, and she slams the door shut. And bark encases the door, the inside of this tree. And all of the noise and the heat and everything from this crazy marketplace just goes quiet. And inside this tree is a real place of tranquility and calm.
1: Thank you, stranger. It appears that I owe you my life. Don't mention it. It's okay. Oh, you're German. Are you all right with that, Glubrick?
7: Don't don't like germs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's very very
1: good. Um, 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 Why did you save us?
2: You have the bounty on your heads, yes? We do. Uh, Yes, I suppose so. (laughs) Yes, I I don't like to see the way that people are treated on this layer. uh, People are not kind to each other.
4: But you don't know what we could have done. We could be murderers for all you know.
2: We
5: are murderers. We could
2: be. (laughs) No, it's okay. Don't. Technically, I am as well. You know, we're all in hell. So, you know, but some people, I believe, there is goodness in some people. And who are you? Uh, My name is Thunden. Well, thank you, Thunden. I look around this curious place, and you get the sense that Thunden is a sort of woodland druid, uh, Mm. a woman of of nature and uh, sort of tranquility and calm and there are sort of little plants in plant pots around and sort of trinkets on the walls and stuff and little bowls of sort of fresh water
0: thundin I, um, I have this little pixie here and i was wondering if you might be able to with your your druidness be able to like set it free in the right place or whatever
2: oh yes of course uh, please please hand hand it over
0: i'd th- throw it to you (laughs) and just catches it
2: (laughs) and uh, she puts the little pixie down and the pixie's
4: just drinking from a little bowl of water and she's just stroking its little head Henley places Ghoul down carefully on the table says well done Ghoul good work out there
5: Thanks, Henley. You weren't so bad yourself. Put her there. And he holds <laughs> out <laughs>
4: <laughs> Give him a little fist bump. <laughs> Tiny fist bump. Nice little fist bump. <laughs> and then Henley draws his bow, walks over to Glubrick, holds it up to his neck with the arrow Whoa. pointed at his neck and says, Just what the heck fire do you think you're playing at? What? You left us out there to die. Are you with us or against us, Glubrick?
0: Well, I don't know. I could be against you. I have no idea. What? You could have gotten us killed. But if I turned into that rage, I could have killed you worse. Three times over, I could have killed you. So, of course, like, I'm just, I'm not helpful, am I? I'm just going to hurt you all. Maybe I could be the brains. I don't have to be the fighter.
4: Henley lowers his bow
7: and walks away.
0: Oh, everyone is being so grumpy at the moment.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hen- Henley just makes eye contact with Eric and gives him a knowing look. I, I give him a knowing look back. It's serious, and we know.
6: Ghoul sees this, and he just gives. The room and no one He doesn't know why But he wants to be yeah.
2: involved <laughs> And <laughs> very excitedly Runs over to Ghoul I'm very excited to meet you I've never met a campestra before A real life campestry This is so amazing
5: Really? Well I am a big celebrity
2: uh, Well you are to me now What's, What is your name? Ghoul Wow Ghoul Can I can I hold you please Ghoul? All right. And you uh, hop into her little hands And she just like Pats your head Ooh. And- Restores your two spell slots. (gasps)
5: Yeah, you too. Am a druid with calm and tranquility.
2: (laughs) You know, ghoul? I can believe that. Uh, But guys, I'm so sorry to say you cannot stay here. You you will have to leave soon. Otherwise, they will break this tree down, and I can't
1: afford to lose my home. No, of course we don't want to be that much trouble to you. Could we have a little rest? Maybe a short rest.
2: (laughs) Absolutely, you can have a short rest. Maybe that would be nice.
5: Some pancakes.
2: Yes, I have, I have delicious bag. I can make you some delicious pancakes Thundon, oh. is there anything I can do to repay you For your kindness? Oh, well, it's quite a, a big Favour to ask, to be honest Very well, I'll just have a little sleep <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I, At least I asked At least I asked
2: No, go on then, Thunden. I'm listening Okay, so you've seen the huge reactor At the centre of the city? The reactor? Yes, tell us more I want to destroy it we want to destroy the reactor as well because we're trying to get to the portal. The portal, the portal! Ah, The, portal. Portal? the portal in the, the bottom of the swamp. So you want, you're trying to get to the next layer? Yeah. Yes. Well, then it seems that fate has aligned us all together. How fantastic. Mm. You see, I want to destroy the reactor because this plane was once a, a, a lush green verdant land it used to be called the oasis until the devil's mined it for all of its resources and and started processing souls here all of this pollution that you see is is all from the the darkness in people's souls and it has corrupted this land and polluted the waters if we destroy the reactor the swamp underneath the city will drain and you will have access to the portal
1: how extraordinary Thunden! i believe we can help and with a very theatrical flourish i produce the boiler suits <laughs> I placed these on the end of a rack. <laughs> when I was in the store, I, I spotted them and I put them to one side so that other customers wouldn't take them.
7: You know, that, that, that is extremely clever.
2: Yes. Uh, do you know, in truth... <laughs> I have never met anybody else that does that as well. You do it too. Of course, yes, I do it. How else do you come back and you want to find them later on, yes? I'm... I might fall in love
1: with Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a role Did for falling in love? Eric. No, no. I'm just. I'm, no, no, I'm now going into game mechanics. Yeah. This sounds perfect. I mean, she saved me. Yeah, it's yeah. A Kind of messiah I complex. Thinking, I was just thinking that as well. Savior complex. Um, tell me more about Thunder. This might be a moment. <laughs> I don't think Eric's ever been in love. He's a bit
2: of a loner. So, um, <sighs> uh, Adam, have me uh, roll me a perception check. Wow. Oh, okay. Seventeen. With your seventeen, you can tell that Thunden is is quite animated, and while she's talking to you, she she is she is blushing. I'm 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 overwhelmed. But you you did the, you did this with all three of the boiler suits. Yes, I I thought I was the only one. No, no, I I do it too because sometimes you don't know if if you want it yet, and then you come back around and you get to have a, a second decision, but
4: you don't have to search for it the second time. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> and a, a single tear just brings up. <laughs> Henley, in sees, my eye. Henley sees this happening and thinks he's, <laughs> he's going to wingman. And so he steps in and says, you know, Thundon, Eric's about to appear in a very popular play. Oh, <laughs> is?
1: No. Well, I, I, I'm embarrassed, really. I, I tend to be a more behind-the-scenes sort of man, but when uh, occasion calls upon it, I can tread the boards.
2: Is this the, the play on the Plains of A
1: uh, it is a play that I wrote that I think has been stolen from me. <laughs> but uh, whether or not the production is any
2: good, uh, well, we, the, the jury is out. I, I, but you are in the production. I shall be appearing. Or oh, yes. then I am sure it will be the best production in all of the Nine Hells.
1: You flatter me, Thundern. Oh uh, please, I,
2: you, you need a short rest. Please use use this this uh, my bed. There, there, just there's a there's a bed, there's a bed here. You can, it's my, it's mine, but you can yeah, if you want. Your 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 bed. It's my bed. Yes, uh, I, I don't have to. I won't be in
4: it. I don't need I to rest. I use it. Thanks. Oh, Okay. Henley <laughs> goes and curls up on the bed next to Ghoul and lies there to, to, to have a little short rest. But before he does, he whispers to Ghoul, Ghoul, mm-hmm. we need to talk about glue brick. Nice. <laughs>
2: and oh. so Eric is resting, Ghoul and Henley are resting and what's Klubrick doing?
0: Uh, he goes into a rage.
7: <laughs>
0: uh, no, seeing everyone fall asleep, Klubrick says under his breath, that is love and sits down, takes out a letter that his mother wrote him and he just tears it up and throws it to the floor.
2: And uh, Thunden sees this, this happen, and just walks over and it's like, it's Klobrik, yes?
0: Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you okay, Klobrik? Yeah, no, I'm okay. I guess I I thought I knew everything about me and I I don't know anything and I guess I just don't really have anyone to really talk to about it because no one knows. I don't even know when certain things happen to me.
2: I know the feeling very well. I've been in hell for a while now and when you're on your own, it's, it's incredibly hard. And also... If I may, one good thing about hell is that it really forces us to face who we really are. Because everybody who comes here thinks, I don't deserve to be here, I didn't do anything wrong. But you must be here for a reason, yes?
0: Well, I'm starting to think that,
2: yeah. And you don't talk to your friends about it? You are constantly in life and death battles with each other, you know, helping and saving each other. They seem like people that you can trust. Well, maybe I can talk to them then. Perhaps you should try if you haven't already. Okay. Wake up everyone no, no, <laughs> no, no, really. Not right now, not right now. Okay. We Just let them As friends we just let them sleep Okay Let them sleep Yes and
0: I just go and sit On the end of the bed Next to Henley And just stare at him And wait for him to uh, wake Glubrick.
2: up Maybe you want to sit In my reading chair so, you, so that When you stare at people whether they, they, Because they're unconscious They're in a vulnerable state If they wake up And see you staring That might scare them You're quite a big guy You know mm, so, Alright bitch not. Oh,
0: <laughs> 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 but you, you don't You don't think You're a big guy No I guess I am I just I, got a bit, I just thought You were attacking me
2: No no You must try and trust People more Blubrick. I'm just I'm just saying What I see You're a big A big Goliath Of a man Right okay Yeah powerful Very very strong
0: yeah, Powerful and strong Yeah okay
2: And uh, this This letter this Has meaning to you Oh it was a letter my mum Wrote me
0: Did you not like your mother Is that why you Tore up the letter No I just My mother left When I was young She went Sailing, and this was the last ever letter I got from her, and it was never finished. And I've always just kept it with the hope that maybe one day she'll come back. Even though everyone's telling me that she's she's not coming back; she's dead. I guess I had a bit of hope, and I just I don't really feel attached to anything now. I'm just angry.
2: Well, I'm sorry to hear that, Glubig. And she picks up the pieces of the letter and casts a little spell, and they fuse <laughs> back together. And she says, "Why don't I hold on to this until you feel ready to have it back?" That would be nice.
0: And I give her a hug. And now. Glubrick is in love with her.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, as you, as you hug her, you just hear her say from like buried in your chest. Do you know if your friend Eric is single?
0: Oh, well. Oh, keep your voice down, Glubrick, Keep your okay. voice down. You don't want to wake them up. He's very much single. <laughs> oh, he's very, very low. Very, very single. <laughs> okay. Uh.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Glubrick. It's Spring most informative.
0: Okay. And, and I go over and I sit on Eric's bed and I stare at him. To tell the good news. It's like,
2: glubrick, Glubrick. Yes. Stop staring at your friends while they are sleeping. You're right. I should short rest. Yeah. Oh, you can short rest as well. Yes. And so, uh, yeah, Glubrick, she ushers you to a, a nice reading chair in the corner away from everyone. Uh,
4: You can stare at them from a distance, but maybe on the bed is a bit much. Okay, I will stare. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Henley rolls over and just opens his eyes a little and says to Thinden, this short rest we're having, Mm -hmm. (laughs) could we stretch it to a little eight hours? (laughs) (laughs) Or you, You would like to have a long rest? I'd like to make it a little longer. Maybe, yes, a long rest.
2: You know what? I think you can have a long rest, yes. Thanks. So, everyone sleeps soundly through the night. You guys are all back up to full health. You've got all your full bits back. And in the morning, Eric, you are the first to stir. As your eyes open, you see Thunden standing over a large map of the city with what looks like a blueprint of the reactor. I. I love maps. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Master Eric. uh, I I didn't wake you, did I, with my walking around and noises? No, no,
1: no. I was uh, just dreaming. Oh. Idly. I'm I something of a dreamer. Oh. <laughs> no one could see, but I did take my glasses off <laughs> <there>. <laughs> in the middle of that line. Tell me more about the map you're you're looking at, the reactor.
2: Uh yes, this is the closest I've got to um to a layout of the reactor, but I don't know how accurate it is. I don't know what's inside, but
1: did you draw this map yourself?
2: Uh, no, I got an elf haberdasher to draw it for. Well, why don't you
1: go and marry him?
7: Oh <laughs> I'm,
1: sorry. I'm so sorry. I I I I, so I didn't realize I didn't realize uh, that you were involved in a relationship.
2: Forgive me, my my clumsiness entirely. No, Eric, the relationship is uh, purely business, professional. You know, oh. it, I, he just drew me a map. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> No, I not, nothing else. I, I, um, in terms of a uh, personal, rela- I, uh, with, there isn't, I, there isn't one. I don't have one. You are currently single. Available single. Uh, yes, uh, yes.
1: It's it's, it's a tr- difficult lifestyle, isn't it? It's,
2: it's f- incredibly lonely. Yes. Uh, uh, I
1: love being alone, but sometimes I want someone to share it with.
2: <laughs> y- yes, it's a strange uh, paradox, isn't it? You yes, know? you you understand. I do. Yes.
1: Single tear brims. <laughs> In my eye And then I look at her and I go I just really meaningfully say All the way to the end of the rack
2: <laughs> mm. And she just A single tear falls down her eye And she just says Yes All the way to the end of the rack uh, Eric If you don't mind me asking Could you t- tell me a little more about your, your play I, w- I would love to come and see it
1: Ah well it, it's about Undead real estate Uh,
7: Right, right. (laughs) Um, Okay. um,
1: I haven't started uh, rehearsing it yet.
2: Oh, I see. When do you start rehearsal? Do you know? Oh, I don't know, actually. And from sort of an ethereal space, (laughs) you just hear... Hi, Eric! Oh, gods! And in a flash of thunder and lightning, Toots appears, stood right next to you. Not now, Toots, not now! And just says, sorry to interrupt, time for rehearsal! And he grabs your hand, and in a... Flash! flash Eric is gone. What? <laughs> Thank you for listening to episode 10 of Hell or High Rollers. And a massive thank you to all our Patreon subscribers. Thanks to you wonderful people, we have now hit our stretch goal. And that's right, folks, that means we will be releasing the two never-before-heard pilot episodes that we did before we started recording Hell or High Rollers. They will be available soon on our Patreon. Also on that Patreon, you can find three episodes of our side campaign elsewhere, run by Henry Shields, plus a ton of other amazing content. Also, stay tuned to the end of this episode to hear the Dum Dums and Dragons trailer. I've been Dave Hearn, I'm your GM, Ellie Morris playing Ghoul, Adam Megiddo playing Eric Sanguinius, Chris Leesk playing Glubrick, and of course, Henry Shields playing Henley whispers special shout out to our wonderful patreon legends including Jack Daniels Tom Brand Shannon Force Majeure Laura Carley, Laura Cowley Laura Cowley Janna Simon Crimp, Eilish Mullane am I saying that right Eilish Mullane it's fun to say Faye Taylor Emily Emily Erblick am I saying that right these are fun names to say Emily Erblick and Glenn Thompson thank you for listening to Hell or High Rollers I've been Dave you've been wonderful good night
7: when you get through
0: nine layers of hell you'll have a hell of a story to tell you're heading back to life back to the grind but it ain't that like you do so well keep telling myself to stay strong you know I ain't done Feel it in my soul that this ain't where I belong You're invited to check out Dumb Dumbs and Dragons, a podcast where improvisers play Dungeons and Dragons for the very first time. Join our three heroes, Quitty, a thief who escaped prison by serving his full sentence, Alan, a wizard who doesn't understand magic has consequences, and Butthole, a cleric who prays to a god he invented, as they save the world alongside special guest heroes including Not Peter Baelish. Brings us to Not Peter Baelish.
2: Ah,
6: I see the wand near the back of the court, and because I'm not Peter Baelish, I don't really care about people, really. (laughs) So I cast Thunderwave in the direction of where the wand is because I assume the wall of people (laughs) (laughs) caught up in it will maybe kind of hit the guy.
4: So a wave of civilians are thrown sort of across the courtroom against the south wall. The acolyte manages to duck behind the (laughs) (laughs) The wave of
2: humanity there's a lot of moaning and, and kind of writhing uh, you get the sense that they're hurt but not dead people who uh, managed to dodge the wave are like screaming because this is not what they expected
4: when they came to court today
7: worth it <laughs> <laughs> Dom and dragons check it out now